This is why we can't have nice smelling things. Hello, my unbaked pies. This is your doughy Matthew Sanborn-Smith and his hard apple cider cast Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about shaping the world to meet your vision. If your vision is creating a cheap knockoff cat food, you might create a brand called Fancy Feet. Fancy Feet by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Gwen had spent the entire day shopping for a fancy pair of shoes and wound up with Diddley, Bo Diddley, and he wouldn't let her wear his shoes. You ain't gonna find the right shoes, he said in a voice that sounded strangely like mine. Not starting out with ugly feet like that. Gwen burst into tears. Diddley got the fuck out of there. He was right, though. Her feet looked like two Tonka trucks at the end of her legs. No shoe could improve them. Then it hit her. If she couldn't find fancy shoes, maybe she could find fancy feet. She couldn't find those either. She complained far and wide, and some guy said to shut up, he'd help her out. He was a medium game hunter, and he could get all the fancy feet she wanted on his expeditions and ship them over if she wanted to buy them, but he'd only sell them in bulk. Just like that, Gwen became the proprietor of the world's first fancy foot store. When the first order came in overseas and under airs, Gwen was delighted and then astonished and then delighted again. These were the nicest feet she'd ever seen. Most of them only had five toes. She immediately removed her own feet and then sold them to her nephews who loved Tonka trucks. Then she picked a sweet pair of solid gold feet. They were perfect. They were heavy, but she'd stay away from large bodies of water. Sadly, the next pair of fancy feet in the crate were made of large bodies of water. She immediately sank to the bottom of them. She always wondered what it would be like to sleep with the fishes. Turns out it was super hot. She slept with a different fish every night, and she had exactly what they wanted. Feet. There was nothing they wanted more than to walk on land. They bought two pairs at a time from her. Gwen wasn't going to tell them they could just buy one pair and walk upright. There's a sucker fish born every minute. Once they got onto land, they became celebrities. They weren't just fish that could walk, their feet were dazzling. They might as well have had permanent pedicures. They all got jobs as foot models and made thousands of dollars modeling anklets and corn pads with feet made from emeralds and the finest leathers and living ducks and hardened marmalade. On the heels of their success, Gwen's store became known as the Boutique to the Starfish. The foot traffic was incredible. One day, she opened her doors to a mob of protesters. They claimed her supplier got his feet by hunting and killing fancy people. Then they threw red paint on her feet. Good thing she was wearing shoes over those feet. Gwen had never thought about where the feet she sold came from. They just appeared in the crates. But where else could they have come from? She had to admit it. Fancy people must have been killed for them. Gwen was trafficking in blood feet. She put an end to the imports and contacted a design company that had a long history of making cheap synthetic knockoffs. She changed the name of her store from Gwen's Fancy Feet to Gwen's Faux Feet. When people complained about her new vendor's use of child sweatshops, she gave them the boot. The boot had a foot in it. If this story booted your foot, you can wear it and other fancy kicks at the site blocking of the silk stocking BewareTheHairyMango.com. It's time for mail. Email BewareTheHairyMango. It takes more than one to tango. The only other rhyme is Durango. Unless you stretch Mustango. Pete writes, Mango or genius? I'm not sure why it can't be both, Pete. Dear Matthew, Firstly, huge commiserations for Hive 5 not quite making it. Though it's not all bad, having been a Mango listener for a while, mainly due to age 5, I've now decided to become an elite, as opposed to an elite, oops, typo, sorry, listener, and will be pushing the big button after sending this mail. Now back to that first question. Some episodes are undoubtedly genius, e.g. the big comeback, which is now immortalized on one of my drive-to-work car CDs. You were sandwiched between Blue Oyster Cult, Death Valley Nights, and feeder 
forget about tomorrow. And that is the only part of the CD my kids willingly listen to. And some episodes are definitely more, er, hairy. Though to be honest, I haven't decided which ones I prefer. Right, I'm rambling, and in a sort of desperate manner, not in eloquent mango fashion, so we'll stop except to say thanks for adding a little bit more craziness to my life. Thanks, Pete. I had to go listen to the big comeback to remember which one it was. I've committed so much genius I can't keep track of myself. Strangely, a lot of listeners thank me for adding more crazy to their lives, which makes me assume that people out there are suffering from crazy deficiency. We could have prevented all of this if only our younger selves had been exposed to just one episode of The Snorks. Also, I've always wanted to be sandwiched between Blue Eyes and Cold. Now you must listen to yourselves. Are you still listening? Several thousand thanks to David Bradshaw for our email music. Enjoy more of his great music at davidbradshawmusic.com. I'll say your first name to dozens of people if only you'll email me. We've got an entire month of shows coming up that need emails for me to read. Break down dramatically in the comments for this post or frail email me and we'll put ourselves in traction from typing at matthewatbewarethehairymango.com or take advantage of our osteoporosis by spinning it as Swiss bones at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever we can't contain our criminal tendencies, the SF and SF signal stands for serial fillers the people you hear about on America's Most Wanted who uncontrollably fill and then fill again. The SFSignal.com staffers have been known to fill out forms, fill out dresses, fill our bellies, fill empty cereal boxes with weird new cereals, fill Spectre, fill Silvers, fill prescriptions, fill up K. Dick, fill our underwear, and occasionally fill the underwear of others. Stop us before we fill again. Tumblr, dry your previously filled underwear, after you wash it, of course, by spending your cycles at BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com. There's stuff there, folks. Stuff you haven't seen. Stuff no one who has not seen it before has ever seen before. That double negative confused me. I'm not sure what I just said. I only know that I meant it. Give me scads of your hard-earned dollars for my hard-earned podcast. For every minute of content, I have to do 17 hours of hard labor in the audio mines. The roar of bullshit is deafening down there, and I'm not asking for your donations. Which, by the way, you can give me through the donate button on the far away from homepage. I'm not asking you for donations for compensation for all my make-believe hard work. I'm just asking you to cover the cost of my earplugs, which happen to cost $8,000 per ear. In their defense, they're really good earplugs. While they're in, they actually make my ears disappear. I also need money for the eyeglasses that keep falling off of my head when I put in my earplugs. This podcast bops frenetically to America's Top 39 because it's far too hip to listen to the 40th song and makes a living sifting unused breadcrumbs from very used food with a frenetically bopping powered sifter which it discovered at a magical restaurant supply store which only sells equipment needed for repurposing used food, kind of like your large intestine does, I suppose. I don't know how this stuff works, all I know is that it eventually all gets flushed down a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License. Until your emptying flagon sets your tongue to wagon, this will find an old worn-out Matthew Sanborn Smith on the sidewalk and remind you sexy is as sexy sexily does. Good night.